it's amaranth again tonight i don't think we're gonna pull dan numbers against the girl in the hot tub in the bikini i guess not right <laughs> speaking of uh It's only downhill from here, which is, hello, and welcome to Pixel Pints. We are the only global, global gaming podcast that covers two great things, which is great beer and video games. But we aren't global. We're, we're, uh... Tonight, we're only about 500 miles apart from each other. <laughs> we're driving distance. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, we are a global gaming podcast that covers two great things, which is great beer and video games. Uh, I'm hosting today. My name is Mitch. I'm here in the sunny but yet dark because it's nighttime, LA. And I am joined by my fellow American. We get to do Fahrenheit today. It's great. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Burkoff in, in Las Vegas. How are you doing? Eh, not too bad. It's just another Saturday evening. Oh. But uh, Monday is America's birthday. So excited for that. Where we, where we, where everyone imagines us, us, us just going around the world singing, I'm proud to be an American, where at least I, all that kind of stuff. But anyway. Yeah. Do you have, uh, do you have beers today or not? Oh, no, not today. I did that last night. That was entertaining. <laughs> I don't have any, unfortunately, I didn't, I, I should have brought one. I found a, I found a really interesting one, um, work at work yesterday and it was it was kind of fun so um but yeah right. uh but yeah it was it was good so i'll, I'll have to go find it because there's another one so I'll, I'll go find it and i'll take a picture and i'll maybe i'll bring it on the show next time but what do you right. but uh how are you doing i mean i mean like how are you <laughs> doing today i'm doing all right uh but working on a project that hopefully i'll be able to show you guys in the next i don't know month or so okay Okay. Depends on how long uh, it takes the the printed version to arrive at my house, where I can hold it up and like, say, hey, check this out. Look what I did. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. That's gonna be. So fun. I'm working. I'm working on a short story compilation. Oh, okay. So I think it'll be. You pulling a little Witcher there, my friend? A classic Witcher? No. Um, but as we get closer, I'll get I'll get into more details about it. Ooh, okay. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, if you didn't hear from us, we are the only Globe Game podcast that covers two great things: good beer and video games. If you want to follow us, we stream every single weekend here on Twitch.tv/PixelPints. If you want to find out when we stream, you can go to uh, follow us on Twitter, which is Pixel underscore Pints, or you can follow us on Instagram, which is Pixel Pints Pod. If you want to listen to this podcast, because clearly. I'm not speaking great, so you just want to listen to this all day long. I promise you it's excellent. Uh, that if you want to listen to us or watch us, uh, we have this all archived on Twitch, but we also archive on YouTube. Just look Pixel Pints. Look for that mug with a white mug with pixels foam coming out of it, and you got the right one. Or any podcasting service. We are everywhere. Just, just look us up. We're everywhere. It's worth your time. 
I'm not 100% guaranteed on that one. I will not give you your money back because it's free, so it doesn't matter. But anyway, I digress. So uh, we are going to move on to our beers, which, I mean, we already covered. I don't have beer with me. I mean, I have beer in the fridge. I could go get one, but I kind of already opened up my milk (laughs) tea, so it's kind of too late. You can't can't do beer on top of milk tea. That's not going to be good. I mean, if I put them in a mug together, would it make an interesting segment? Um, yes. Here's Mitch throwing up on his keyboard. <laughs> Actually, I'll tell uh, you a funny story involving throw up and game controllers. So uh, yeah, a buddy of I'm mine. Intrigued. Yeah. See, you get the good stuff here when it's just the two of us. Um, so what ended up happening was I was in college and we had a, we had a, like a GameCube um we had a gamecube and then we also had a a wii u um in the living room because we used smash brothers to handle all of our uh apartment disputes was always handled by a game of smash brothers which is classic so what ended up happening was uh one of our roommates uh came home uh drunk from drinking uh on a thursday night as he once as he does on a regular basis at the time and he we knew he wasn't feeling great he had we had him lay on the couch you know we got him like the bucket and all that kind of stuff like made sure he was taken care of that's what we do as roommates and good friends and so we got my room my one of my friends got nervous who was my roommate got nervous and so what he ended up doing he took the controllers and he put them off to the side so that he wouldn't (laughs) throw up on them no okay no no he literally like my roommate that's like sick on the ground basically gets up looks around throws up over here and guess what's there all the gamecube controllers so he threw up all over the gamecube controllers so then it's like the weekend because it's thursday so like i think it was like saturday morning or something here's my roommate unscrewing every single controller q-tip alcohol and like swabbing every bit of the controllers to get it all out so note to self, throw up on controllers, not a great combination. Don't do it. Ain't good. Oh, and yeah. so if you have a friend that is feeling ill, you don't just put a box of controllers and move it to the side. <laughs> you need to cover that thing with like duct tape or something to protect it. Cause it I, wonder, ain't I wonder if he was like acutely aware of where they <laughs> used to be and was trying to avoid them. And that's, that's what he, he said. Up- that's what he actually said. He was like, I felt like I was trying to avoid them, but it ended up throwing up yeah, on been them. moved, yeah. So. It's horrible. It's horrible. So throwing up on keyboards and controllers is not a smart idea. Uh, I dumped uh, I dumped a glass of wine on a PlayStation controller once. Ooh. I dumped water on my keyboard recently, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, dang. It still works. I was, I was actually surprised uh, at how much the wine fucked the controller up. Oh really? Like, it still it still functioned, but it it functioned weird. Like, it super, uh, was it super sticky? Well, so I I took it apart and I cleaned it with alcohol, right? But it, it still like after that it just it just didn't never functioned properly. Well, clearly you um, didn't clean it good enough. Yeah, I guess. Oh well, it's well, crazy. Well, since I don't have beer, I have milk tea. This is really good. You should try it. It's great. It's great stuff. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you what what do you what do you have to drink? I got the old standby. Oh uh, yes, since, the classic. Like cups. I said, uh, yeah. Like I said, um, America's birthday is on Monday, so I got to drink the uh, red, white, and blue PPR straight from the can. 
Oh yeah, classy, classy. It only, it only seemed appropriate. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's our beer segment. So we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about video games because that's, that's that's the second thing we talk about on this show, which today is all about classic memories. We're going back in time to the childhoods, to the innocence, the innocence and joy of video games in our hands. So we're gonna start off with. What got us into video games in the first place? And like, what's what, what, like, who brought you into the fold? What's kind of like the first game that you got introduced to? And we'll, we'll divvy the segment more later on, but we're going to talk about childhood. So if you're all like, oh, I want to go down memory lane, get snuggly. It's a great spot right here to do that. So let's, let's get doing. So, Burkoff, what is your, what got you into video games, man? I think, I think you and I share this, and we might have talked about it before, but uh, not on the show, though. Got, not on the show, though. Not on the show? No. My dad, my dad was the one that got me into games. Okay. Um, so it's funny because he tells me, like, how uh, back in the day, you know, um, in the 70s when he had bought the JCPenney Pong machine, like, that was, you know, that was like crazy technology back then, right? Um, but, um, yeah, my dad's always sort of been into, into that stuff, and I feel like I was an excuse for him to continue buying the shit, um, which you know worked out great for me as a kid because I always had the newest console at the time and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was kind of how I got into it. What was but your first game then? The first game would have been Mario Brothers on the on the Nintendo. This was the NES, NES. Yeah, the, yeah, the original Nintendo oh. Entertainment System. Okay. Yeah. But you can't just say Nintendo. The kids, the children, don't understand these concepts. <laughs> They've never seen a NES. I mean, back in the day, that's what it was. It was the Nintendo. Like, yeah, but, but it's, it the NES. it's no longer the Nintendo. <laughs> There's too many Nintendos to keep track of. We got Nintendogs. Yeah. We got Nintendo. We got ten NES. We got the... I don't even know. Anyway... Yeah. Okay, Super Mario Bros. So, so like, what, what did you really like it, or what, did you th- think it was okay? Like, or what was kind of like the first game you're like, oh, I really love video games. I really love this game. Um, that's a good question. Probably, um, probably came around in the Super Nintendo era, um, and I would say maybe Final Fantasy VI would be like the first game that i was like oh shit there's something to this video game thing i'm shocked it wasn't um, final fantasy 7 you have every copy i know yeah no i think well i go back and forth right like anything from six to nine depending on the day my mood one of those games is probably going to be my favorite game mm. but uh yeah it's hard to it's hard to say which one at any any given time which one is it today six i mean that's what i'm mentioning <laughs> so, there you go yeah. uh what about you i mean how did you start oh geez i my favorite childhood memory was is similar my dad would play video games i actually asked him recently like maybe a year or so ago and being like how did you get into games like because my dad is someone you would be very surprised that plays video games like he is right. i'm from the midwest so i'm from like wisconsin and so my dad is an iron worker. So he's like this big buffy. He's not like muscle buff, but like just buff just cause he 
the right. hard working type kind. So he does iron work all day. So he like goes up onto the skyscrapers and goes up in the air like there and puts the beams together. He actually cool enough did the uh, Viking Stadium recently. So that was his, his uh, oh, nice. a fun project to do, which actually he learned it was an upside down Viking boat. And so at the meeting, when they go over the concept with the with the the designer to talk about the thing they're building, he just goes, oh, you guys know it's an upside down boat. And he's like, do you know why we're doing that? And my dad goes, because they suck because he's a Bears fan. And then they go, that's enough of you. You don't say that about this team. I was like, okay. Um, but actually, he has a he has his name written. Uh, many of the cruisemen uh, wrote their name on one of the beams at the very top of the stadium. So you don't That's obviously awesome. see their names, but you get to see it. But anyway, um, he is just very deceiving, and he also rides Harley Davidsons. He oh, like God. he's just, he's just this macho guy that you would just not expect to like really love video games but so anyway he said he used to play at the arcade all the time and then he just like started to buy consoles then and so we had a sega genesis in the house but the one that really got the my furthest back memory was my dad when he was playing on the ps1 and we was playing like uh he would play tomb raider he would be playing resident evil um and so my favorite memory of that, just in general, is what made me really love video games, like love, love them, was um, my dad obviously worked hard, so he used to, he's used to being up super early in the morning to go do iron work, so he's always up at 3, 4 in the morning. So what he would do is he would get up maybe at like 5 on the weekend instead, and he would go down to the living room, and he would quietly have the TV on with low volume. And then he would, what he would do is I would wake up with my blankie and I would come downstairs and I'd sit next to the couch and just watch him play. And the funny part is he always would turn up the TV for me as soon as I get down there at like <laughs> 7 a.m. And I would just watch him play. I just literally would watch him play like Resident Evil or I'd watch him play Tomb Raider for like a good two hours maybe an hour or so and it wasn't until like i was younger that my dad was like here play (laughs) i just like okay and this was resident evil the very first resident evil and i do remember this memory because he hands me the controller and i'm like trying to figure out what to do trying to maneuver around and i was in this hallway and there was a zombie in it and my dad's like you need to open the door like go open the door and he's like, press the button, open the door. I was like, I can't open the door because I was I pressing the wrong button. Zombie gets me, I die. And my dad's like, well, what what what'd you do? Like, you, 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 way to go. <laughs> like, what? Oh, OTAPS is on. OTAPS, you can join the show if you want to. Feel free to hop on. We'd love to hear your gaming memory too there, my man. So hop on if you want. Uh, just message me on Discord. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's... It, it's it, one of my great memories uh, was that, and actually, like, I felt very, uh, you know, I felt very proud of myself when I was able to beat a Resident Evil game and a, and a Tomb Raider game by myself for the very first time. Like, I felt like a, a badge of honor because my dad was able to do it, and then I was able right. to do it myself. And then, hilarious enough, uh, I... There's no such thing as you're drinking too much to have gaming memories. You you have gaming <laughs> memories in there somewhere. We'll get it out of you. Um, but uh, I I I always felt the pride in it. And then as I got older, I've played more games than my dad. Way way more games than my dad. And so he would actually get annoyed because I'd be like, I 
would be holding my tongue to tell him what to do and how to figure out the game and like why is he going in the wrong direction and i'm just like yeah. i'm just like holding on pins and needles being like mm, i just want to tell you the answer <laughs> like just, yeah i i can say i wasn't ever really into well they didn't really have first person shooters uh way back in the day but i can remember um seeing my dad play wolfenstein 3d hmm. and then um you know watching him get to hitler at the end in this you know mechanized suit that you've got a gun down mm-hmm. um and really seeing how that, like that influenced like every once in a while i get um just an urge to sit down and play a first person shooter and i think it primarily stems from those times okay of watching him watching him play him you know because i i don't know i i think if he hadn't been into those games and had been playing them, i probably would have never ever done that genre whoa the games that spoilers matt game, spoilers he, oh well you know <laughs> spoilers for uh uh a 20 20 something year old game at least at least 20 something maybe 30 something at this point yeah so um what uh so i mean i'll go through mine really quick but like where are the games you used to play as a kid so like for me it was like you know i have the um the game is older than me so yes it is over 30 <laughs> years old um see see that's why you need you on the show come on otaps let's go uh so <laughs> anyway um what games i used to play as a kid like let's i used to play a, a I still have a lot of these titles too. It's like the Resident Evils, the Tomb Raiders. I have Jet Moto, like classic PS1 Jet Moto. I had Cool Borders. Um, I oh, think it was Cool, cool Borders, Borders 2. Yeah, I think it was Cool Borders 2, the one that lets you go through the trial to do all the, the moves. Yeah. And the huge thing, which I wish they... I, I understand it's an advertisement at the time, and they don't need to do that as much anymore in the games industry. But man, I miss the old jam packs. Those things were great. Oh, I like I have well, five discs of different jam packs of different demos all thrown together. Like those are sweet as hell. Like I wish I miss those so much. Yeah, demo discs were nice. I mean, I'm glad that we're finally getting back to the point where demos in general are a thing. Yeah. Because um, there's a lot of games that. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, there's there's just as many games I feel like that I played just the demo of and never actually bought the game. So right. Yeah, it was a marketing tool, but um, I don't know. It was still just fun to have a variety too. You know. Yeah, I also had this one weird game. It was um, it was like a platformer. Um, it wasn't a rail shooter, but it was like a three D. It was like almost like a. It, it, I think it was a 3D version of what they were trying to do as a side scroller platformer shooter, which was called One. Um, oh, and it, is that the one with Bruce Willis does the voice? Probably. I don't know. I I just know that um, he had this laser beam thingy, and it would like change color as you kill more people and become more powerful as you kill more people. Uh, it was fascinating. Um, I do remember that. That was hard as hell. <laughs> but um, I do have the beginning section of that memorized by heart. But uh, the other thing I used to play all the time would be, um, uh, did you find it? I did find it on Moby Games, yeah. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm trying to see if if this is the one. There was one There was one game that came out in the same type of era. It was like the same um, 
style game, but it mm-hmm. had um, Bruce Willis was the was the voice oh, okay. of the character, and that was like the big selling point for the game. Oh, gotcha. Okay, because yeah, the, it was that, and then on my Sega Genesis, we used to play the Animaniac sports games, which those are hella great, hella okay. great. Um, I have not played them in a while, so I can't say for certainty if they're still hella great. But at the time, I thought they were the bee's knees, some of the best sports games out there. Um, it wasn't the Animaniac. It was Looney Tunes. I'm sorry. It was the Looney Tunes uh, sports game. I forgot what they called it, though. It was maybe Acme Sports or something like that. I think, Yes, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I remember that game. Yeah, yeah so we had that, and then we had um, Batman Returns, the movie version it was like a side scroller for, for the Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. We had that. Um, we had this weird ghost game. I can't even, I, I can't find it anymore. Like I don't even know what it's called and I don't even know where to pull the reference of, to be able to find it. I, it's one of my goals in life is to find this game. Cause I was just, I, I did not know what the hell this thing was. Um, describe it. Let's see if we can figure out what it is tonight live on the air. Oh, my God. Let's see. I don't even know. <laughs> so you might have to look up like Sega Genesis. Yeah, Sega Genesis. Uh, like it's like a a ghost. Like you're a ghost hunter, maybe. Or like here, maybe I'll search at the same time, too. Let's see what we can do. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Dude, what's, what style game was it? Was side scrolling? Was it side scroller? Top down? Yep. Side scroller. Um, side okay. scrolling scroller. Um, was it like a was it like a beat 'em up or was it a platformer? Platformer. Sega Genesis game. All right, give me a little bit more. I, the me, the ghosts were details. women. They were these lady ghosts. They were super freaky. Lady ghosts. <laughs> I, I, uh, okay, keep going, keep going. I'm trying to picture this. I'm trying Sega, to figure out what it is. Yeah. I, oh my god, I, I like can half imagine the sound effects of the ladies in my brain, but I can't think of. Um, uh, let's go horror game. Oh my god, I don't even know. This, this uh, is like, the Genesis. The Genesis had uh, a shit ton of side scrollers. I know that's why this isn't gonna work. Damn it! But uh, let's see, we've got. There's no way it's it's any of the Castlevanias. I don't think so. No, I would have known. I would. I, would, I wouldn't think it would be Rondo. No. Um, Dang it! I don't. Know. I don't recognize any of these. What are you looking at right now? Are you just on Google? Yeah, I found a screen. I'm on. I'm on Moby Games right now, trying to see if I can figure it out. I found Screen Rant, so hopefully, maybe they, because they have images of the. Was it uh, Valis? Yeah, I, I'd have to see an image. So what? What's uh, what's it called? It's called Valis. V A L I S. Valis. Sega Genesis. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't Japanese. It was very Western. Okay. Right. Very, very Western. Well, that one, you're like a schoolgirl. You know, yeah, yeah. That, no, shit, this so. was a guy. Um, he, This was like your typical average guy. Uh, let's see. Screen rant. Goose and goals. Nope. 
Nope. Was it Warlock? Uh, let's see. Warlock? War. Yeah. See, this is why we need more people to listen to our podcasts. Maybe they could have helped me figure it out. <laughs> oh, Taps is just there. He's just scratching his head like, nah, I'm too hungover to think about what game this no, I don't. It wasn't. It wasn't Warlock. Yeah, it wasn't Warlock. Oh well. Anyway, I'll I'll eventually find it one day in my lifetime. But uh, can you tell him in the W's? Uh, I was going to talk about how I remember Wayne's World. Oh my God! <laughs> if, if you've never played that on the Super Nintendo or the Genesis, that's a ridiculously hard game. Um, kind of reminds me of the Home Alone side-scrolling games because those games were just complete nonsense okay i didn't even know home alone had a video game yeah there was there was yeah i think there's one for each uh movie home alone or home alone 2 okay did not and, know that uh there's side scrollers and you have to like run around like uh defeating vacuum cleaners and like random shit flying at you and yeah Nothing like the movies at all. Sounds like a uh, the Brave Little Toaster video game, if there ever would be one. Kill the right? evil vacuums. Um, yeah. I know um, I did have Sonic 2, and that's how I got introduced to Sonic. Um, yeah, I remember when the first Sonic came out, because the Genesis came out right before the Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And... Um, the graphics on on the original Sonic, like holy crap! Yeah, like this is so much better than the Nintendo, the regular Nintendo. Yeah. You know? So there's that, and then what else did I have on that? I had. Let's see. I had I had Aladdin. That was a good game. Yeah, yeah that was a Genesis. very good game. It was very good. Um, I had a baseball game on there too, which was actually pretty good as well. Um. I actually bought I actually bought the um the Aladdin Lion King pack. Oh okay. For the for the Switch. Cuz that's like uh the Lion King is one of my wife's favorite games. They had it for the Genesis when they were growing up. And so I was like, "Oh, I got to buy this." Okay. There you go. Uh, one of the one of the drunk uh one of the drunk plays on my YouTube channel is us playing Lion King. Okay. Yeah. That was on actual Genesis hardware though. Cuz I have the I have the cart as well. I'm trying to find ah, I found it. Ha. There's a PS1 game I've been I completely never finished and I don't even know if it's even good, but it's called uh Martin Gothic. Martin Gothic? I've never even heard of this game. Martin Gothic. Uh, Unification. It's a PS1 game. Alright, how do you spell the first word? Oh, sorry. M maybe it's Martian. M-A-R-T-I-N? Is that Martian? Yeah, Martian. Martian. Gothic. Martian Gothic. Wow, I cannot... I can't read. Sorry, people. No, it's all right. That's why it's I late. don't. That's why I usually don't host, because <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> Martian, I've never heard of this game. I, I have Martian no idea what this is about. Uni yeah. Unification. It's a survival game. My dad bought this and he finished it, oh but I God. never. Right, I never so finished like, it. 
So it's like Resident Evil, like it has the same type of controls and shit? I'm not sure if it has tank controls, but it, it, it does play similarly to uh, um, that game. But I have I no think, idea what the plot is or anything. I think people forget that the tank controls were like a big deal for a few years yeah. on the PlayStation. On the oh, yeah. Uh, there's another game that's called uh, Trag, T R A G, I think, but it's an acronym for Tactical Rescue Assault Group. It was um, I'm trying to think. It had a different name in the in the UK and in Japan. Oh, okay. For Is for whatever reason, edge? for yeah, Hard Edge. For whatever reason, like they gave us the weird shitty name for the game. Oh yeah, everybody, but everybody else got to know it as Hard Edge. But uh, that's a, another like tank control style. You have two characters. You can choose one or the other at the start of the game. Like it kind of mimics the um, the Resident Evil style of game, mm-hmm. uh, but oh. it's more it's more like as as you're going. I got all my nice player two major games. Well, some of those are Tomb Raider, some of Resident Evil. One that we need a remake of. Dino Crisis. Yeah. The original is not very good. I'll even admit that. I think the sequel is better. It's a very good action game, the sequel. Um, oh, yeah, here's a good one. Silent Hill, the original. I didn't like the original that, that much, actually. It's um, weird. And then I got... I'm, I, yeah, I'm kind of an outlier, I guess. Resident Evil 3. Oh, here's one. Alone in the Dark. Yeah, um, I vaguely remember that. I don't think anybody in my friends group got really that excited about it, but I know that it sold well. Yeah, this one's... Uh, and people forget it's a, it's a dual-disc game. This one has two discs. Yeah. So, let's see. I just actually I just got this bag from my mom while I was uh, visiting home, getting <laughs> starting to like get my game collection back from her. Uh, oh yeah, here you go, Man NFL Blitz two thousand. Anybody? Nice. Well, yeah. it wouldn't be Madden, but yeah, NFL Blitz. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's just NFL Blitz. Um, oh, I saw the this one actually in the Resident Evil two version. Um, Is that the Dual Shock. It was Dual Shock supported. Oh. Actually, I have two copies of this. Um, I the I have a well, I had to buy a new copy because one of the discs was uh, shredded to smithereens and Shit. scratched. Did you spill? Fucking oh, the moth. No, it's the moth. The, the moth, moth returned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, if Re- anybody's curious, you gotta watch the, the video for me. <laughs> the return of the moth. Oh, that was so great! It just popped right me, out. Me, yeah, me freaking out. Yeah, I hope I don't break my lamp but i'm gonna try and kill it while we're on air <laughs> all right go for it uh, now it's it's like hiding behind my window now behind the curtain all right i hope it doesn't come back um but yeah i uh i did have um i do have a, a version on here that um so like this one says dualshock support because i bought this one later but i have the original one where it says like be in the movie it's like a chance to win a role in the film that eventually came out. Oh, yeah. So Mila Jovovich. Yes. 
Um, I got two more. I can somebody show. did uh, somebody did an awesome video about uh, UA Bowl, which is the guy that directed it, right? Or financed those movies? I was gonna say Anderson directed them. Mila's husband, now husband. Right. Right. Paul West. But the guy, I guess. I yeah, guess the guy it. that um, financed all those movies, he's like financed a shit ton of video game movies. Yeah, he did like the Mortal Silent Kombat Hill one. Yeah, he did Silent Hill too. <laughs> you missed. I did miss it. This bastard. Got it. It's dead. Uh, so I got I got three more right. I can show you really quick. Um, some of these I did not mention. My dad had the original Rainbow Six. That was actually pretty good. It, it is. Was, uh, it is a true a decent tactic- uh, port. Yeah, a de- and a really good tactical shooter. You controlled three different characters. You had to right. uh, switch off between each character to be able to infiltrate where you needed to go. I thought it was pretty impressive. Um, for at the time and then my favorite motorcycle game of all time and i want a actual freaking sequel and i've never gotten one road rash road rash well there's um i know there's there i know i know there's technically road rash game. too but it was not the same and unfortunately this one is ripped uh, um ripped when i say ripped i mean scratched and so like some of it this cutscenes are skipping and stuff like that. Uh, unfortunately, that sucks. But the game functions fine. I just have to skip the cutscenes. Um, let's see what else I have. I so, should uh, I should teach you how to back all those up so that you can just put them on your, your computer and just play them that way. Oh yeah, you should teach me that. So this is a jam pack. Nice. Yeah. But I actually have in the jam pack sleeve oh, as I drop one. I not only have one jam pack, I not only have two jam packs, <laughs> I not only have three jam packs, I have four jam packs. And technically, nice. I can't find this one. <laughs> oh, it's not. Okay, that sucks. It's not in there. So this one had Tekken 2, Twisted Metal 2, Crash Bandicoot. Um, but I do remember what it is. It is this one. Um, I think it is. I should think yes, that would it is be... this one. This one has an Elmo game in it where you write a pogo stick and collect the letters <laughs> of the alphabet. I remember that <laughs> verbatim, hundred percent. Wow. And also, um, and also, this that, one featured be, was the other one. This one also featured a hundred and one Dalmatians, the video game that also was on here. I actually do remember that. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, that would be a great uh, that'd be a great stream. Oh my god! Just like literally playing these old games on on would be great. Yeah, great nostalgia. Yeah. Great nostalgia. But um, but yeah, those are the types of games I played. Well, give give me some of yours. Pull me out some games. Come on, Burkoff. What do you got? What do you what do you what do you got from your childhood well, that you could pull out? I don't I don't have like a, a stack sitting next to me. It's actually <laughs> like by my you, feet, but you know like you same, same. But uh 
I know you, you gotta yeah. come prepared, man. You didn't come prepared for the podcast. I'm just we, did, we didn't even know we were gonna talk about this shit until like ten minutes. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's very true. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know, dude. I remember like uh, Blackthorn for the Super Nintendo. Watch this. Watch this. I'm so I'm so young. I have to look up all these titles. You should, yeah, you have to look it up. It's actually out again now. You can download it, I believe, for free if you have the the Blizzard uh, launcher. Um, it might be on GOG. Wait, what? What? What, con- what console was it out for? It was on the Super Nintendo, but then there was also a DOS port of the game. Now oh, there we go. Black. Um, Interesting. Yeah. You just I've like the, buff, the you just like the buff guy, don't you? Just like just like the muscles. Well, what was interesting about Blackthorn is you had to be very deliberate, so it wasn't like a run and gun type of situation. Like each each screen that you went on had something else that you had to like figure out, and it was similar to Metroid in that you could go back and forth, and you had to. You know, traverse the map and like get stuff to open up other stuff. Okay. Um, similar in style to like uh, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, um, like that kind of thing. Where, yeah, you had weapons and you had guns and stuff, but it was more about solving the the puzzle on the screen. Okay. And solving that and solving that screen before you moved on. There was some, uh, you know, like um, Twitch. Uh, reactions that you had to make, but nothing that was, um, it wasn't constant, you know, it was like only just certain scenarios. Okay. But, um, I think about games like that. I think about games like, uh, Metal Combat 2 Falcon's Revenge, which was a game for Super Scope, which was the bazooka like light gun that Nintendo came out for, for the, uh, for the Super Nintendo. So instead of like the zapper pistol, they had the super scope bazooka gun that you could get, and uh, hours of fun with that game. Interesting. Oh yeah, these things yeah. are wacky. Yeah, these machines are wacky. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Pretty like, creative, uh, though, I like I like some of the I like some of the designs. It's uh, it felt a lot like um, like an arcade style game yeah, I can see for that. the house you know oh yeah i know i can see that for sure these these i i do like the i do like the robot designs these are pretty cool yeah oh yeah the bazooka yep i see the bazooka guy it's like <laughs> a bazooka instead of a sword with his shield well no but the uh the super scope itself was like a bazooka it was like a shoulder mount thing mm-hmm. you had to yeah gotcha. to use gotcha. so it just sort of Sort of put you in the role of the of the machine character. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like PlayStation stuff that was interesting that maybe not a lot of people know about or talk about. Um, but I mean, I always come back to you know the Colony Wars games, uh, all the Final Fantasy entries. Um, I'm sure if I dig, I can probably find some stuff that. Um, you know, it was interesting. Like, Nuclear Strike, Soviet Strike, those are games that not a lot of people talk about, but they were really interesting. And they carried over um, from... The, there was a whole series of Strike games. Um, I don't remember what the first two were, but they were on the Genesis. Um, 
And so, like, Nuclear Strike was, like, the final evolution of that series. Mm-hmm. And it had, like, the most refinement out of all four games. Um, and those those are really fun, and they're kind of overlooked. Um, but they still had sort of an older style of gameplay, I guess. But still sophisticated. Like, you had to, you know, um, do different missions where, like, you uh, fly your helicopter and, like, have to pick up people and take them into a location... Other missions you had to um, go and blow shit up. Um, <laughs> other missions you had to like escort, uh, you know, planes or other helicopters. Um, and it was all top down. But uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting, pretty fun. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. So, what um, if you could pick one game from the childhood to play over and over again forever? What is it? I don't know. I can't answer that question. There's too many. Yes, you can. <laughs> I, you can because I asked it. That's 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 my job. Well, uh, what would your answer be? Resident Evil Two. Resident Evil. <laughs> Resident Evil Two. You get four different endings. I mean, yeah. technically two different endings, four different four different ways to play. Um, well, two full playthroughs, but four different segments to play, and you can play them in two different combinations. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I did play a lot of Metal Gear Solid back in the day. Oh, you're you're a Kojima and uh, Kojima apologist. Oh, I see how it is. No, he lost me with with the second one. <laughs> we've, we've talked about that shit before. Oh yes, we did. We have on on a past podcast, not this one, but on a different one. No. No. <laughs> um. Okay, well then let's move on to, which is, what is our favorite gaming console? As we have grown up as gamers, we have to have a favorite gaming console. What is it? What is the title? Um, so this one's a hard question because I've thought about this before, right? Technically, you could go with something that is like a recent console, like a like a one or a Series S, and that thing effectively will play anything from this current generation all the way back until the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. But that's cheating. I feel like I feel like that's cheating, and I, I feel like you kind of have to limit yourself to. Um, the software that was uh, specifically designed for that particular machine. Um, Very true. What's interesting, though, is like in the modern day, that doesn't really happen. People sort of develop to a spec that sort of is like a um, the lowest common denominator for all machines. All machines are basically PCs at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, But back in the day, you didn't have that. They had this like wildly different hardware and you were, you know, writing to bare metal a lot of times. So, um, with that in mind, I think the most fun I ever got out of a console was probably um, the original PlayStation. Okay. Now, why exactly? Like, what's 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 the thing that well, put it tons there? of. Tons of games, uh, stuff like uh, WW, I guess it would have been WWF, uh, SmackDown, one and two. 
We had so much fun playing those games. Uh, all the Square JRPGs that came out. Um, shit like Chrono Cross and Threads of Fate and uh, um, Brave Friends of Musashi and Legend of Mana, Saga Frontier game, all that stuff. Um, you had quite a few, like, I think Konami was the one that released uh, the Wild Arms games. So the Day Hard RPGs, they had um, tactical RPGs like uh, Vagrant Hearts, um, Final Fantasy Tactics. I could go on and on. I think PlayStation was probably, um, I don't know, just the time that it came out, like I was a little bit older, uh, and Nintendo was sticking to still trying to pander, or not necessarily pander, but still sell to the same demographic mm -hmm. you know just the you know get that younger audience and that turned me off uh and you know we ended up going with the playstation and it seemed to fit it was a nice progression from the super nintendo to the playstation plus square you know joined the bandwagon did seven on there instead of the 64 well i will say you are absolutely correct it is the PlayStation. <laughs> I was going to pick the same thing. I think the PlayStation is the best console. Uh, it had the most variety of games. Um, yes, am I biased because it's childhood memory of my first gaming console? Absolutely. But then I also think that like it had a it had such had more variety of any console ever. I mean, probably maybe rivaling to the pre PS2, like it's close. Um, but, like, it had such a variety. Like, I just told you about a jam pack I played that had freaking Elmo on a pogo stick. Like, what game gives you Elmo on a fucking pogo stick? And well, like, it was, a, it, was a nice, uh, it was a nice bridge between um, the flat 16, mm -hmm. or, you know, flat 2D uh, uh, graphics to the 3D. 3D. I even remember. You had, the best of, you had the best of both worlds. You had a lot of games that were still that old school style. Mm-hmm. But then there were, you know, games that were defining the yeah. 3D. Yeah, I haven't even gone and talk about, like, the Xena game. Like, I loved that game. That I thought I loved the show, and I was like, that game is freaking sweet. Because what was cool about that game was she would throw her ring, just like in the show, and it's entirely right. controlled by the controller. That was okay. freaking cool. Like, that, that was something you don't see in games, like, at that time. Like it, it pushed the boundaries, not, and it not only pushed the boundaries. I think it, it it innovated in ways that you felt like it didn't need to. Like when we when we went for the innovation between. Well, here's what's word I'm looking for. I'm I'm trying. What I'm trying to say basically is like it was probably the most innovative time, but yet what they were doing was beyond that just iteration of innovation, which is looking from the 2d space to the 3d space. They were taking mechanics and making new things with games in the 3d space that we could never even imagine was even a possibility at the time, let alone just being like, let's take games that we're not used to making in 3d and make a 3d game. So like they were pushing the boundaries, right. like you wouldn't imagine a Xena game in the PS1 genre, I mean, not PS, PS1 um, time frame, and having where I just told you that mechanic where you would throw the ring and you could control the ring entirely with the controller. Like, that is something yeah, that... It, it could have easily just been another side-scroller that no sense. But it wasn't. Well, not, yeah. I, I'm, well, ki kind of. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like, 
they made the jump to 3D, but then they pushed it even farther than that by having that mechanic in the game. Like that didn't, that could have been just a simple like button press and then she throws it and it hits the closest enemy to them auto targets. Not let's have you control the ring and it's actually part of the puzzles and it's actually part of the progression to like get through the game. Like there's just so much to it. Like I think that was the that that was the elevation to the innovation um, that I think you just didn't get in like PS2 games because they were already doing it in the PS1 games. So um, I think it was like the the true innovative time ever in video games was that jump from the 2D to 3D. But not only that is the developers pushing it beyond just saying we're going to be satisfied with putting this game in 3D. No, we're going to push it beyond that. We're going to innovate even more than we ever did before. Um, right. And I think that really just sparked inspiration across the board. But yeah, like there's just so many games I can think of. There's like another one on PS1 where it's some some Indiana Jones dude running around. It's a top. It's like a top down uh, game where he has this pickaxe thing and he like goes in caves and fights these weird creature thingies. But then he's also like breaking breaking uh, crystals all over the place. Like there's just such a variety. Indiana that- Jones. I don't think it's Indiana Jones to be honest. It <laughs> it might be. I'm just I'm asking a question. I, ha- I have I'm trying, to, I have I'm trying the, to picture the game. I have the jam pack for it, but let me see. Um, <laughs> let's see. I've only played the demo. I've never played the game. Um, That's funny. There was a lot of stuff like that, like uh, Intelligent Cube. I think it was sold to something else across the pond. Um, I'll have to look it up and see. Crystal, but. Um, adventure yeah that was just a super interesting uh puzzle game for playstation i've never seen anything else quite like it i oh you know what one game i absolutely was loving that i have the jam pack for and i actually did go play the full thing and it was like this oh let me just look up the title it's like um olympic uh uh Olympic Heroes. The title of the, the game that I'm thinking of, the European title for Intelligent Cube was uh, uh, Kurushi. So they just used the Japanese title, I believe. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is a super interesting puzzle game. No, it's not that one. Uh... Let's do cartoon. What makes you think that it was a uh, Indiana Jones, or what? What? Uh, what about it? Sort of has the same vibe. It was not an Indiana Jones game. I guarantee it wasn't. Um, I'm Go trying ahead. to look up a different game that was. Here we go. There we go. Found it. Called Herc's Adventures. Herc's Adventures for the the Disney. The Disney show? No. Well, I don't... Hercules? No, it is not the Disney show. I don't think so. It Was it a Disney show? Yeah, it's the movie with uh, James Woods and Sadie. No, Hercules? No, 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 no. Not like the Disney Hercules. This is different. Um, oh, all right, okay. It's a, it's a format similar to Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Um, it's a two-player... Um, each take the role of one of three ancient Greek gods, Herc, Atlanta, or uh, Jason, and you defeat Hades and save the world, uh, save the goddess of nature. Um, 
Okay. Oh, I guess it was released on PSN in North America. Oh, I might have to go buy this. Um, Looks like it was for the Saturn, too. Uh, yes, yes, it was for the Sega Saturn. Actually came... No, yeah, it was dually, uh, dual released. But yeah, it's super hilarious. It's got a great... Uh, it's got a great, like, art style to it. It's got that, like... Um, Oh, let's see. Yeah, just just look up like some gameplay reel of it. It's super good. It's got a. It's like even in today's standard graphically, it would it holds up pretty well by its art style. Um, it's very yeah. cartoony. Um, reminds you of like the <coughs> old '90s or uh, late '90s uh, cartoons of like um uh what 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 would be one I can think of on top of my head. Yeah, I mean this is like that same. St- style that i was talking about like Like chippendale rescue rangers that kind of like cartoony style and like it is very over the top um i didn't like her tailspin yep exactly uh i did not i um i'm always a sucker for a good bow and arrow so uh herc was not my character it was um it was the female character because she had the bow and arrow um and they each have a special attacks and you go on adventures and you fight against cyclopses and uh, and then the undead um are you looking at b-roll of it at all yeah i'm looking at pictures right now uh, okay yeah it's super good I, I had a blast with it it was super exciting um and it's very comedic um so i i had a yeah. Was it was it just a matter of levels or um Yeah, it was just it was just a top down like beat 'em up basically. Um right. and it was it was yeah, it was just good. Um and uh, I it was really fun to play with two players, so you could play two player and it was it was great. I, I had a blast with it. That is something that has sort of just disappeared. Uh, couch, couch co-op. co-op. Just, I mean Nintendo's the only one that's simple. keeping it going. That and um What's that studio? That is. Excuse you. Sorry. What is that uh, game of the year studio? Jesus. What? Game of the year studio. They won game of the year. Come on. I don't. We, I don't know. It takes two. Who 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 did that? Oh, all right. Um, What's, which studio is Ferris. that? I yeah, I don't remember what his, what his studio name is. It uh, takes two. Yeah, they did uh, the prison one Has too. Right? Light Studios or Hayes 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 Light Studios. Um, they're 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 the only other ones that are like really pushing couch co-op. So yeah, I mean, there's stuff like uh, I'm hoping to play Shredder's Revenge, with my wife. Yeah, at some point. yeah, and that's on my list too. I've not played it yet. It's on my list. I'm ready yeah. to go. I'm ready to play Master Splinter. Be the master rat. <laughs> the rat of the rat pack and as i play this game i will be playing the vanilla ice song in the background of go ninja go ninja go <laughs> go ninja because there's nothing cooler than vanilla ice in your ninja turtle sequel movie i did not somebody, know i somebody didn't post oh god somebody posted on twitter the other day they said that uh we all start off as leonardo's or donatello's and eventually we become Michelangelo's, but we all end up as Raphael's. Interesting. And I, I, and I, I posted or I commented on the tweet, and I posted the GIF from uh, Two Secret of the Ooze. Raph is all tied up, <laughs> and uh, and like oh, it's a little too 
It's a little quiet. Yeah, a little too quiet. Hey, look, it's Raph. Yeah, he's a little too Raph. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> nobody, nobody thought it was as funny as I did. Oh, I, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I would have laughed at it. Um, I will admit, though, um, what is it? Uh, uh, oh, God, why can't I think of it right now? Um, I did not know that was Vanilla Ice. I did not. Well, I guess you would have been. I was too, too young, young to know like that was yeah. Vanilla Ice until I got much older, and I was like, "Oh my god!" That's, that, I was like, "Everyone was like Vanilla Ice sings that song." I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then I actually saw like Vanilla Ice looks like. And I was like, "Is that the same same guy? Same guy? He's got the same moves. I mean, he's pulling it off really yeah. well." I always thought yeah. his dance moves were cool when I was a kid, but I didn't realize like he was the Vanilla Ice Ice Baby. Yep. So. Yeah. That was it. Was a unique song for the uh, soundtrack too. Oh yeah, it wasn't just it wasn't just like he was doing another one of his songs. You know what? I I, I need to look this up now. Did uh, if the song ever made? <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Uh, thank you. No COVID. Promise. Um, that <laughs> <laughs> I always have to just say that uh, safety. Just saying, no COVID. I don't have it. I promise. I get tested. Uh. Uh, vanilla i wonder if the song ever here's here's a question for you burkoff here we go do you yeah. think the song go ninja go ninja go i think i don't even know if it's really called that but i think it's called ninja rap but anyways i'll look up the title of the song but i think it is, I think it is ninja rap <laughs> okay let's go vanilla ice uh ninja rap uh, it is called ninja rap correct okay um, yeah yeah so you already won half the test. The other question is, do you think the song tops the charts? Like, do you think it, like, guess where it, like, landed in the charts? Top five, probably at least. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, You're looking up the Billboard uh, yeah. top hits of 1990. Billboard chart history, let's look it up. <laughs> Ninja Rap. Oh, no, this is. Maybe it was 91. Maybe it was 91 when that movie came out, because um, I feel like the original movie was 89. I think, I think the original movie is the same year as Batman. Um, Let's see. Oh, he's still doing concerts. That's good to know. See full chart history. Here we go. Okay, so they don't break down his... Oh, here we go. Top 100. There we go. Oh. Okay. So... Did it, did it break the... A co- a, hmm, that's weird, but I guess according to the Billboard Top 100, it never charted. Oh, really? Never that charted. That is interesting. Um, let me just verify because this. Blah, blah. Okay, Ninja Rap. If I type in Ninja Rap, I get Diddly Squats. You know, this is the only podcast where we would like look up Ninja Rap to see what the heck where it locates on the charts. <laughs> um, let's go try. Oh, here we go. His Discord. Uh, uh, I kind of want to watch. I kind of want to watch these movies now. I really gonna watch that sequence. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Ninja <laughs> Rap. No, never, never charted. Never charted. Interesting. I am shocked it never charted. Yeah. I thought it would at least make the top one hundred. Yeah. But no, it did not. Well, here I was—I was all optimistic. I was like, "Top five, easy." All right. Well, well, uh, 
Oh, he wrote a ninja rap too. No, I'm sure Vanilla Ice. I'm sure Vanilla Ice tried a lot of shit to become popular again. Wow. Okay, <laughs> he wrote he. So he wrote two ninja rap songs for the film. There's okay. ninja rap one and ninja rap two. And but he did that one in 2007. Yeah, like I said, he he was probably trying anything to get popular again. For his uh, album Platinum Underground. Weird. Okay. Um, I will ask you one other question, though, while we're on the Vanilla Ice track here. Can you yeah, name no. his... Uh, so, obviously, Ice, Ice Babies is number one. Right. Uh, it was in the top 100 at number one for one week. Name his second best charting song. I don't know if I can. Here, I'll okay. I'll give you a hint. Is it I? Well, Ice Ice, Ice, Ice Ice Baby was the one that uh, that uh, sampled "Under Pressure," right? Doom 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 doom. Probably, yeah. Okay. So I. Uh, well, what's your hint? What's your hint for the? I'll, I'll give you three options. You can tell me which one. Uh, I it is I love you. Play that funky music. Cool as ice. Everybody get loose. I'm going to go with cool as ice. You are incorrect. That's the worst charting one <laughs> of the charting <laughs> ones. It is play that play that funky music. All right. Okay. Well, that would have been my second choice. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't per- pick that one first because isn't that this? I figured, I figured all of them had to have his name in it, right? They all had to have ice in the title somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. So we all agree the PlayStation 1 is the best console. We agree that our dads got yeah. us into video games. I forgot. What's the third thing we were going to talk about? <laughs> uh, who got us into consoles? Uh, first console and best console. Oh. So I guess your, your first covered console it all. technically was. Yeah, your first console was technically the Genesis. Actually, played all that much. Or... No, no, it was the PlayStation One. We bought a Genesis later. Oh, really? That's interesting. Well, it was more maybe actually we had the PS One, but we didn't like my dad never set up the Genesis until we moved into another house where we had multiple rooms with multiple TVs. Oh, okay. Because right. well, I moved around a lot as a child, and so like the by the Sorry, time. So, like, the, my memory of having the Genesis wasn't until I was, like, in elementary school. But I right. definitely was playing video games before that. So, I don't recall playing the Genesis first. I've been told I played the PlayStation first. But we had the Genesis. Okay. I just never played it. That's what I was told. You know, it's, you want to you wrap it up with a funny-ass memory for myself? So, we had... The, the regular Nintendo Entertainment is the first um, console that we owned, right? And I remember, you know, playing Duck Hunt and Super Mario Brothers and Zelda. What I thought was Zelda um, until I was in middle school. And I went over to my buddy's house and um, actually, no, I think I was, was either, yeah, I must have been like eight. So right, right before, uh, I was a freshman in high school and he had gotten 
uh, Nintendo 64 and Ocarina of Time, and um, he wanted to play through the original Zeldas first before playing Ocarina of Time in preparation. And I was over at his house, and I was like, what is this? And he's like, oh, it's the original Zelda. Like, haven't you played it? I'm like, yeah, of course I have. But I don't remember this. And he was like, well, how do you not remember it or whatever? I was like, I don't know. This is not familiar to me. Turns out my experience, my first experience with Zelda was Adventures of Link, second oh, game. Oh, okay. I had never actually played the first game <laughs> until I was in middle school. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got... Okay, I can give you two things before we go for me. Um, one, I missed the school bus because my my best friend and I, who was like, who lived a, down a couple, like we used to live in a cul-de-sac with like a bunch of houses. All people don't know what a cul-de-sac is. It's basically just like um, this space where there's a bunch of houses, and basically you have like the main you have street a, ends. You have yeah, your street ends that have dead ends. And so basically there's, it it splits like a T. So you can come in from either side, you go up, you come out and it's basically dead ends here. So you, that's just homes. So, and then you can go out here to go out to the street. So I was up here and my friend was down here where the entrance was to get into the cul-de-sac area. So it was like a few neighbors backyards. We just run through to get to each other because uh, everyone kind of was friends with each other a lot of kids lived in that neighborhood so we would constantly go to each other's houses but anyway i was at his place totally breaking the rules i was not supposed to be there ever uh to like what well <laughs> well i was not supposed to be there because of this reason we were playing the frogger the video game i can't remember on what console though we were playing frogger playstation <laughs> I think, it was a good version. I think it was the GameCube, if I remember correctly. Okay, might have been the GameCube. Anyway, we were playing Frogger, the video game, and what we do is my 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 friend would set the timer, so an egg timer, so that we would know when the bus was coming, we could be ready to go. Well, he turned it, but he didn't turn it all the way around, and then pulled it back because we only had like five minutes left, and so all of a sudden we missed the alarm. We realized bus. we as we were coming out the door, the bus was driving away, being like, could you just stop? Like, obviously, we're coming to you. We go to this bus yeah. every single day. But anyway, I got we did the I did a bad mistake, which was we were walking. It was the the school is actually decently close. So it wasn't a big deal if we were like, a, like, it would have not been as bad. But we were walking. I like this person was willing to give us a ride. We took the ride, which was probably a really bad idea in hindsight. Now, like, don't do this, kids. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. Do not take a ride from someone you do not know. But the person was willing to take us to school. I didn't care. I was trying to get to I school. Mean, you, you grew up in the Midwest. Yeah, dude. It's totally and, different and it was, than a lot of other places. It was like twenty something years ago. Like it's it's that's it's yeah, a yeah. different time we lived in. Um, or a different time, we just didn't know about those scary people back then. But anyway, uh, I took a ride to, we took a ride. They gave us a ride to our school. We got to school on time. It almost was like we never happened. And then he told his parents, and then I got it. And then obviously, I was sat down and being like, well, you can't go over there anymore in the mornings, blah, blah, blah. And I, st- oh. I, st- and I still went over there. He basically, basically, he gave me like a <laughs> signal 
to know when his dad was gone so that I would go over in the morning and then instead of playing video games in the back room, we would just watch TV in the front room. And then, which I think he knew, I think his parents knew, which is not a big deal. Like we've been best friends forever. It just was kind of like the punishment type thing. But I had to sit down and be like, do not take rides from strangers. And I was like, okay, I I won't do it again. (laughs) I promise. So anyway, that's one. But two, you know, I talked about like the iteration of video games and how like the PS1 jumped in regards not just to like 3D space, but just like the evolution of innovating video games in general. Here's one example, another good example. Have you ever played the Monster Rancher game? A long time ago, yeah. So the innovative part about that game, if people don't know, the Monster Rancher game for PS1, is to get a new monster, you have to take the disc out. You pop the, you, you while the PlayStation is still running, you play the PlayStation, you open the disk drive, take the disk out, and then you put a CD in, and then it reads was- the CD, and then it generates a monster based off the CD. Now, I don't know if that's actually the case or if it's an entire just randomizer, and it's just pretending like it's reading your disk as a way to do it, but I swear, it re- I think it does read your disk of some capacity, but anyway... Do you know how much enter- how entertaining that was for hours? Just grabbing all the CDs in your house, random CDs, and just yeah. put them in a stack and be like, "Let's get the best monsters we can get," and just like literally <laughs> going for hours, and then be like, "Oh my god, you got a rare monster!" And guess what CD it was? It was the Michael Jackson CD or something like that. <laughs> like you never, or sometimes you would go like, "Who the hell is this band?" But yeah, it gave me a great monster. <laughs> It's like it's my parents' That's CD. Awesome. So like right. that was just pushing and, and innovating in ways we could never even imagine. And it's just like that that that's why that generation was so good. Like I I, I think yeah. in agreement, like that is just there's no possible way to top that. Like the to top that and it's kind of like in the perfect time frame too of like how evolution of games was happening. Like I don't think we'll ever get that again. Like games are amazing now. Like I'm not don't get me wrong. Like games are freaking phenomenal but it's like the innovation that you got out of that especially as a child it would you will never get that in any other generation well i I feel like all right so that stuff's probably lost on us now now that we're older right like right the the kids today are gonna remember like hey yeah exactly exactly like remember that dance that was in Fortnite that you know you had to you had to get it back then like there's no way to get it now billy turner like like 80 years from now is gonna break his hip trying to do that Fortnite dance he's gonna be like oh oh my hip oh oh." (laughs) the four yeah or like the skin that was like unique to you know like you were the only kid in your entire crew that had that skin and guess what they're gonna tell him like yeah and daddy bought it for you didn't he (laughs) they'd be like yeah he did Yeah, I mean, oh, remember I that time I, like I ranked the... up five hundred dollars of credit in, in my dad's credit card to try to get the battle pass? <laughs> That's what the memories are going to be, <laughs> right? Yeah, just very different than ours is all. Yeah, but I, I so I, I still think like, oh, I would love to have them. Well, I guess they at the now they don't know what CDs are. <laughs> I like, yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, I'm not like uh, I. I'm one where I kind of I'm the perfect generation where I know what a floppy disk is because I caught it at the end like I now only Mm. know the compact floppy disk but I know like the legit ones too 
Um, I was there for the early time of AOL Instant Messenger to email to uh, to uh, um, uh, to dial up internet and trying to play a freaking say, yeah. I'm trying to play a Cartoon Network like, video game yeah. I saw on TV, but I can't play it because the internet's so damn freaking slow. It takes like an hour to load the game, and the game is already trashed. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, you're um, you're at that generation just a few years younger than me that it just pre-internet like you have memories of of what it was like before actually having the internet like my parents had the turn not my parents my grandparents had the turnstile tv where it was like a dial oh yeah and then and then even crazier was uh oh go ahead do you ever have one of those do you ever have one of those TVs where you had to like take the the plastic knob off of the top of the TV, depending, and then use it for the uh, which no. knob you're actually. <laughs> no, 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 didn't have that. But we did have to do uh, long distance calling, which was calling a like we'd get we'd have to grab this card where we had to dial a number to use our minutes. Oh yes, I, did, I, I do didn't, remember those. I don't. I didn't know what it was for. I was just told anytime I call grandma, I have to dial this number first wait for this press this number and then dial right, the phone right. number on the back of the card which is my grandmother's number long, long distance cards that's hilarious oh my that's, god that's a yeah that's a weird thing that nobody has to deal with now yeah it, it's the weirdest thing <laughs> but like again like that generation of the ps1 is like is so creative and innovative for the time i just i, I don't like I love games of this generation so much, and like the the games to come are, are going to be amazing, obviously. But like, I think those that generation lost out on like some amazing experiences. You just aren't going to get anywhere else anymore. Like you just can't. You're not going to get yeah. it. Like there's no way because like you don't have CDs anymore. What are you going to do? Like based off your facebook friends you'd be like robert gave me this this uh this monster rancher because i'm friends with robert on facebook like or or twitter or instagram or tiktok or whatever social media yeah, you yeah. use but like that would be that that actually might be interesting to try out as like a as a, a, a as a replacement <laughs> for your monster rancher so you can be like hey uh hey robert thanks for giving me the best fucking monster rancher ever i'll let him know that like you're the man like everyone friend robert robert gives you this monster on monster rancher like uh right. that would be kind of sick actually it would be a great way to connect social media wise but um but yeah i i i think i think we can agree that like our childhoods with that generation of hardware is probably the best hardware ever. Yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. I definitely miss the days of the more simple uh, 3D graphics. True. I mean, now now knowing that you just told me that we can play these on my PC, we will have to do a stream most definitely <laughs> with some of these, especially like maybe the jam packs, like a good that's beer. What, that's what, that, a those, good, those would be the fun. Yeah. Those would be the fun ones to do because yeah, a good beer. Stream the, the jam packs, and, and then you guys can watch me as I try to play Almo Bungee Jump. Bungee, uh, uh, what is it? What is it? <laughs> nah, he's not bungee jumping. What is it called? A pogo stick. Pogo, pogo sticking to try to create words in the alphabet. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. If you're sti- if you're still listening. Uh, I'm I'm sorry if it wasn't the <laughs> show you were expecting, but this is what you yeah, get. Yeah, if you stuck around for that that uh, trip down memory lane. I mean, hey, it, <laughs> it, hopefully you did because it's it's well worth it. Like some of these games are great. So I had um, if you, we're Pixel Pints, 
We are the only global gaming podcast, but right now we are just domestic uh, global gaming podcast that covers two great things. Good beer and video games. If you want to follow us, we stream live on twitch.tv slash pixelpints every single weekend. If you want to know when we go live, just go to uh, find us, follow us on Twitter at pixel, pixel underscore pints and on Instagram at pixelpintspod. We archive our episodes on Twitch, YouTube, just look Pixel Pints on YouTube, and on all the podcasting services that you can find. Yes, we're not getting paid for this gig, but we still enjoy it anyway, just for kicks and gigs. But if you like us, thumbs up, subscribe, smash, beat up, Hadouken, the like button, and the share button, and all the buttons, because you need more buttons in your life so rate the podcast the reason the reason i was cracking up so much there is this horrible offensive joke that i remembered and on that end the episode with it (laughs) uh so the joke goes um i like my beer like i like my violence domestic (laughs) i just thought i thought it was funny because i'm drinking works hey uh, i take the joke there's nothing better than uh domestic beer and domestic humor (laughs) yeah i'm embarrassed i told that joke